0: So, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Friday. Eddie Spaghetti, Mike the Meatballs behind the glass, making things happen, and also joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds. The Degenerate Trifecta: Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Parlay Kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal?
1: Hey, Sal. What's up?
0: What's going on, buddy? We are looking ahead to week three, week four in college right now, but we'll have seven co- pro games, three college games, Not a great slate for college. Not even really great for pro, but there is um, there are one or two very interesting games intriguing. Hey, you want interesting games, free to play games? Yes, for week three, Prop quiz, NFL Pick', and our first college pick', which features all the games involving top 25 teams there are 20 total. That's extrapoints.com. Slash arcade. These guys, the Degener trifecta pick, free games, free for you. Everything's free for you right there on extrapoints.com every single day. Let's start things off. The marquee matchup, Tampa Bay at the Rams. Did this shift, Brother Bry? The Rams were favored, right? I swear they were favored for a minute. And like now they're a one and a half. Yeah. Right. Like one. What were they? One point, one or two. They're points. favored by one. I thought I might have seen one and a half, but yeah. now the Bucks are a one and a half point favorite. 55 and a half is the over under. This is a good one. Obviously, potential NFC championship preview. Um, you have to wonder. So Tampa goes to Foxborough next week. I don't know that it's in Brady's DNA to look ahead to the grudge match and kind of let down for this week. Uh, plus, if he goes off in passing yards, he knows he has a chance. To break the passing record next week in New England, that could inspire him. What's not inspiring is the Rams, seven and one against the spread in their last eight against the Bucs. I know that spans many, many years, many, many Tom Brady less years. But uh, Matthew Stafford completing 70% of his passes for 599 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. I know nothing matches Brady's nine touchdowns, but I like this Rams defense. I like them to keep it close. Taylor Rapp. Very underrated. Leads the Rams with 19 tackles. We know about Donald. We know about Ramsey. We know about all these guys. I think the Rams win this game, Harry. 27-21. You're taking Mm. Tampa on the road.
1: I'm going to take Tampa. Brady and the Bucs still, right now, seem like they can do whatever they want. They can turn it on whenever they want to. The Rams did have to scrap out a win last week in Indy. And it's a little bit of a, a great points out about heading into next week uh, in Foxborough, but still revenge is on Brady's mind uh, against the Rams from last year on a Monday night. Um, didn't win, didn't play good and, uh, and lost to the Rams and Jared Goff last year. Um, and But Tampa still one ten 10 in a row right now, seven touchdowns in 10 red zone drives. I think Tampa squeaks this one out 31,
0: I'm going to bring you guys in, uh, Parlay Kid, Brother Bride, because FanDuel, you can get all your gambling needs taken care of at FanDuel.com slash Against All Odds. FanDuel has under season specials, the last team. They have team with the best record, best regular season record, worst regular season record. We talked about that Thursday. They have teams to go 17-0. The Bucks are 38-1 to to do that. But they also have the last team to be undefeated. I'll bring you in here, Parlay Kid. Now here's what's interesting. Obviously, one of these teams is going down unless there's a tie. That'd be interesting if there was a tie. The Bucs are favored to be the last team undefeated. The Niners three to one. The Rams five to one. Denver six fifty. Raiders ten to one. There you go, Bry. Or the Cardinals twelve to one. Since I like the Rams to survive here, I like them at five to one. You guys have any other other picks other than those? Well, I think. I mean,
2: San Francisco at three to one, right? They we we talked about earlier in the year their schedule, right, is pretty, it's
0: pretty yeah. weak. Well, they have the Packers this week, right? So if they right. get back that, and then they have Seattle, yeah, I, I, it, it does eventually get uh, easier. But Again. Packers, Seattle, and then at the Cardinals. Well, I'll tell you though, like the I mean,
2: I, I'm joking. I joked to you guys last time. The Raiders schedule, I mean, it sets up they could win or lose every game for the next like nine weeks. Um but yeah, I think Rams at five to one. I guess, I guess probably makes the most sense when looking at parlay. Looking at what the would next you go few with? Weeks. Yeah, yeah five. With to one. If you
3: like them to get by this week, then the Rams are the choice, right? So, uh,
0: yeah, that's the thing. Everything's going to cut in half, right? So the Rams will be plus two hundred or plus two fifty. Yeah, they, I mean, I, don't, I don't have and the schedules
3: th- in front of me right now, but I remember thinking at some point uh, when we talked about this a couple of weeks back. With over unders that Denver's Denver seemed to have a weak schedule early. Like yeah, could,
1: very, very.
3: I, I remember thinking Denver could win their first six games. Like I remember thinking something like that. Well, they play the Jets.
0: I, yep. Okay. Yeah, they, they have the Jets. I it, it's I, see. Here's the thing. I went. I like that plus in front of the Denver uh, the Broncos. Did we talk about this early in the week with Denver to not make the playoffs? That's the only thing I like because I that, think they moved four that's out of five. The thing.
3: We kind of all uh, kind of agreed on that. Jets. Home versus Jets, home versus Baltimore at Pittsburgh, home versus Raiders. Ah, It's going to be tough to navigate still, I guess. Uh, You know, you almost have to go
0: with Rams and the Bucs. All right, so Harry's going Tampa Bay. I'm (laughs) going the Rams in this. Let's go New Orleans at New England. New England minus three, 41 and a half is the over-under. I'm going New Orleans here. Now, the the question is, as it is with the question with all these teams, Which is the New Orleans Saints? Which one are we looking at? The game one, right? Where they crushed Green Bay or last week when they didn't show up against Carolina. I am going to chalk up that terrible loss to Carolina as the COVID breakout with the seven assistant coaches. I feel like that made a big difference in the Saints game plan against Tampa Bay. And you know what? Maybe Tom Brady isn't looking ahead, but I think New England might be looking ahead, right? But what do they care about this New Orleans game? Why are they favored this? went was two and a half? It went to three. I'm going New Orleans. You know, I don't think Winston's as bad as he showed. I don't think he's as good as five touchdowns as he was in the first game, but I don't think he's bad as he showed last week. Um, Patriots two and six against the spread in their last eight as a favorite three, seven and one against the number last 11 as a home favorite. Camaro wakes up the Saints score enough 30 to 16 final parlay kid. You like New England. You don't think they get distracted by next week.
3: No, I don't think so at all, So That's not Bill Belichick's style to uh, look ahead. He's solely focused on this game. Uh, I think uh, the Patriots' D is is Winston's worst nightmare. I don't think they have the big-time offensive threats that are going to put any – except for Kamara, of course, out of the backfield. But in terms of receiving, I don't think there's any receiver on that roster that scares this Patriots' defense. I think uh, we've seen the Patriots run the ball very effectively. Mac Jones has been super efficient. I think they might even start loosening the reins on Mac Jones a little bit as we go along here. Uh, I think uh, this this is really fitting into the Patriots here and, and into Bill Belichick. I think they frustrate the heck out of Winston all day, who's thrown for 260 yards in two games, by the way. So, uh, I think they frustrate him, make it a very long day for him. I think the Patriots cover that three points here.
0: I know why he's throwing for only 260 yards in two games because I have him have the most passing yards because I bet him before the year. So that, that's the only reason that's happening. Um, all right. There you go. New Orleans at New England. Uh, let's jump around here. Brother Bry, Chiefs hosting the Chargers six and a half, 55 and a half. You know what? I've come around on this. I thought the Chiefs were in a spot where they don't lose back to back, and I still don't think they'll lose back to back. I mean, they're a team where if you take them on a teaser, if you take them on the money line, it's pretty much golden. Not wasn't golden last week, that's for sure. They blew the 35-24 lead against the running team. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but that happened. Um, meanwhile, they haven't covered – they covered four games since October of 2020, and I'm going Chargers plus the points here. I think Mahomes could pull off the Magic, win 31-28, but they have the worst red zone defense in all football. Cleveland and Baltimore combined – to drive the ball into their red zone eight times inside the 20 scored a touchdown every single time. And that's bad. And it's bad when Justin Herbert's slinging like he is, this isn't against the Cowboys defense. This is the chiefs. This is a, this is, this is a cakewalk. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jared cook close to 500 What, have 470 yards receiving in three games, chargers seven, three and one against the spread in the last 11 road games, five and one against the spread. In the last six games overall, can the Chiefs get back to the Super Bowl, not covering every week? Sure they can. I think they do that. Like I said, 31-28. Mahomes pulls it out. Bri, you're with me.
2: Yeah, I like the Chargers six and a half too. Apparently, you know, the Chiefs are just never going to cover again. Um, but uh yeah, they're uh, two and eleven against the spread in their last 13. Um, after a loss, Andy Reid uh likes cheeseburgers and fries. Um but you know usually it's a terrible first half and a great second half but last week it was it was the opposite and, and you know they got a gr- you know they had a great game out of the honey badger with with him back and they still were off so the Chargers like you said they're going to move the ball up and down the field on this on this Chiefs team the question is will they score because that's the Chargers problem for the last you know 10 years is you know put up 500 yards and score 20 to 23 points a game but it's a little bit too much uh, I mean I expect this to be a close game coming down to the last two minutes. Uh, Chargers covered both these games last year against the Chiefs. So six and a half, it's just a little bit too much for me.
0: Uh, So I I, I like the six and a half. I think the Chiefs defense will get better eventually. Yeah. Right. Like they can't keep this up all year. They usually write to ship in the middle of the season. They'll figure it out. Um, Yeah. They talked about (laughs) Andy Reid basically said we have to focus on tackling more, which uh, seems reasonable. Doesn't seem like (laughs) asking a lot. Of your uh high paid defenders there. But um, yeah, that red zone thing just gets me. I, I would much rather have like Chargers in this spot. I would like them a lot more if the Chiefs had won that game against the Ravens and maybe the Chargers can sneak up on them. But uh even so that defense is playing so poorly that I think six and a half is too many. Now, since he had Pittsburgh, this was um this was four and a half. It's been bet down to three because Pittsburgh has defensive issues. Uh Big Ben has some peck problems. I think he's going to make a go of it. They're favored by three, 43 and a half over Cincinnati. I like the Steelers here. I really do. I, uh, you know, I get get it. They have defensive guys out, but the Bengals O-line is pathetic. It really is. Burrow, 21 for 40, sacked four times last year against the Steelers when, you know, they had defensive problems too. This is a unit the Steelers recorded a sack in 75 consecutive games it's going to happen again. And Zach Taylor is downplaying this hits on Burrow. hes, he's uh, I haven't seen odds on first coach fired, but why would you downplay the hits on Burrow? Like he's been nine nine sacks and 16 quarterback hits in two games. If I'm Burrow, I'm like, screw you. You come out here. This is nonsensical. Um, on the defensive side, since he's front seven, not great. I know they he held Dalvin Cook to a reasonable uh, number, but 120 yards they gave up to Chicago. I think Najee Harris has a decent game 26 10. Is my final. I'm taking the Steelers. Parlay Kid. We're butting heads again.
3: Yeah, I'll take I'll roll with the Bengals here, Sal. Uh I liked really when it, I liked the four. I like I like the plus four, but I'll stick with it at uh plus three. Uh the Steelers are banged up. I, like you said, they're talking about uh Big Ben has a little peck injury. He's not maybe practicing too much this week. I'm sure he'll be a go for the game. Uh but uh Johnson, Deontay Johnson got hurt at the end of that game. I'm not Really sure of his status at this point. I'm sure he's questionable. Uh, Watt, uh, groin injury, uh, that's, not, that's not a good sign for the Steelers. I think the Cincinnati uh, team has enough offensive weapons that if this Steelers defense has a you know some, some bush as well, is, is banged up, if they're missing a few guys on this defense, so these guys are not 100%, Cincinnati has enough offense here to keep this game tight, I think they do just that uh, this weekend. And Pittsburgh's offense, I always – is it me or did for the last year or two, I just feel like they underperform every week. I, I always expect more out of them, and uh, they – I just don't – I what was the last time they really lit it up, maybe early last year, but it's been a long time since they've had an unbelievable offensive performance. So I think Cincinnati just has the weapons to keep this close here, yourself so.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't like saying this, but I mean it's just another bad injury waiting to happen with Cincinnati and this offensive line. Maybe they pull it together this week. Maybe I'm overrating uh, the Steelers and their defense is banged up as it is. But um, it does not look good for Joe Burrow. I mean, people we talked about the whole thing like, oh, are they going to regret drafting Burrow over Herbert? I just don't think it's fair. I mean, it's like he's playing like with two linemen. Even the even the free agents they signed, the Giants free agent, that guy his PFF rating was uh, like. 49th out of 62 or something reef rife i don't know not not good not good for the Bengals. i'm gonna take uh the steelers there all right brother bry very exciting this vegas team two and oh did you see mark davis on uh what's uh brian Gumble show there he defended his haircut i watched it <laughs> You got it. You got to watch it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He should yeah. never, never defend his haircut.
0: He's like, I don't care, man. It's easy. I just get it cut. Same person's <laughs> been cutting it for years. I get it cut. And I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> you can get it cut differently and not be um, <laughs> mocked. Meanwhile, for the did, last twenty I'm, years uh, or so. <laughs> I think so. Oh, man, we'll have to well, see. Meanwhile, the. <laughs>
2: Might be, might be. They probably blurred his face out on real sports. I'm sure. (laughs) No, it was tough to (laughs) look at. Just his hair. Just blurred.
0: Vegas, uh, three and a half, 43 and a half over Miami. We were thinking about like this line, what it would have been starting week one. Do you think it would have been a six or seven point difference? Because obviously Miami is without Tua. You have Jacoby Brissett going into Vegas, Allegiant Stadium. Uh, I'm taking Las Vegas. I think that crowd's rocking in honor of their fallen black hole founder and in honor of just having a good team um, Carr, 382 yards, two touchdowns versus the Steelers. That's a better defense Vegas four and one against the spread. The last five following a win. I like this 31 14. I really do. I Ooh. think Vegas gets out to a lead. I know it's right by the over under there. Uh, brother Brian yeah. and, uh, it goes on the, but anyway, uh, I just like it. I like this. I think they keep winning. I like them in the preseason. Uh, they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to beat up on this um, bad Miami team right now who failed to score last week. Well, I hope you're right.
2: I mean, the thing is, uh-huh. this, this three-and-a-half line is, you know, goes to Harry's fishy. It's fishy, right? Why is it uh-huh. so slow? I feel like I would like the Raiders more if they were a minus four-and-a-half or minus six-point favorites. I'd feel better. I, I just feel uh-huh. like three-and-a-half is too low. But I'm going to go over 45-and-a-half. <laughs>
0: Well, there's still the Raiders, Bri. They can't trust them too I know much. you can't. You can't.
2: Um, but, yeah, I'm going to – so that's why I'm, I'm staying away right now. I still haven't made a decision on this game. But I'm going to go over the 45-and-a-half. You know, the Raiders have showed – you know, this is the first good defense they've played probably in back-to-back games i said in, like, decades, it seems like. Um, and, but I guess, you know, Brissett was awful. I mean, he God, he was awful last week. But at least they will get first-team practice reps this week. I mean, I, I don't think their offense is going to be that bad – uh, Dolphins defense has been pretty good, but I'm not sure if it matters right now at the Raiders, they just score po- the they're going to put up points. So, you know, last year at home, they were six, one, and one on the over, uh, the over at, at home hit in the first week. Actually last year, their overs were 12, three and one weird. Every game was 50, 60
0: wow. again. And then they, that was a great Thursday game in December, right? Was, Mariota came in. It was, that was fun. it was, um,
2: but I think, yeah, I think I bet. I think I bet the Dolphins last year. Yeah, we
0: had the wrong way. We I had know. the wrong way. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. we had the wrong way. Yeah, we we lost. But <laughs> whatever I, it was.
2: I don't know. I think um, I think this number is as low as it's going to get for the Raiders all season. I think 45 and a half is a little, yeah, you won't see this total again for them at home. So um, I would take the over while it's this low.
0: Yep. There you go. All right. That's going to be a fun one. Very exciting about this, uh, Vegas. It's fun. And, uh, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, the black hole founder. Yeah, that was. Uh, did we meet that guy, Brian, A couple of years ago. I'm not sure if we did.
2: I don't think so, but it's possible he was at that Raiders bar we were at. Yeah, right. <laughs> he didn't.
0: He didn't make it to uh, Vegas. Uh, was he that way, did you know. he try to steal your wallet? Is that the one? He... I think they all did. I don't <laughs> want to blame one person for trying to steal my wallet. There was a lot of hands in there. Uh, and you're right. It is not 43 and a half. It was this morning. It's 45 and a yeah. half. Oh, <laughs> everyone's betting this over. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota. I don't <laughs> feel super great about this. Seattle laying a point and a half and 55 is the over under um, both hugely disappointing losses last week, right? Seattle had had mm. Titans up against the rope and then hundred yards and penalties. One of them, one of the penalties was a nonsensical taunting penalty kind of changed things around. And Oh yeah, Derrick Henry, he changed things around too. He's going to screw every defense. So I don't, I don't know. I don't want to count them out. I don't want to count them in the average teams. Minnesota has some work to do. They lost to Cincinnati. They lost last week on a last-second field goal. Um, they stayed with Arizona. They're 1-8 and eight against the spread in their last nine overall. You just can't trust them. I think when it's a pick em spread like this, I'd rather have Seattle, who's 9-2 and two against the spread, in their last 11 in Week 3. I don't know how they know when it's Week 3, but they do. Neither can really afford a loss. You know, Seattle's in the better division. They don't want to fall behind two games to potentially the Rams. Uh, or San Francisco. Uh, Like I said, I trust Russ a little more than cousins. I trust Seattle's defense to rebound a little, and I'm taking the Seahawks minus a point and a half. Harry, you're going the other way again. You're locked into the Vikings this year.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think Vegas of the books made the uh, wrong team. The favorite. I think Minnesota should be a one and a half, two point favorite, especially after you mentioned Sal, the way Seattle choked away a 15 point lead at halftime last week at home. Um, I mentioned before the season, I thought Seattle would have problems running back wise against Tennessee's terrible defense. Carson had just 29 yards. Uh, Minnesota just very unlucky in their two losses, but their offense looks great. Uh, not Jefferson, not Thielen, but rookie KJ Osborne leads them in receiving. Cook rebounded after that Cincinnati game. He had a monster game uh last week. And Daniil Hunter, uh by the way, probably like I got Daniil Hunter, 16 to one, most sacks. For the season, he's got four already. I think he's going to terrorize Wilson in Minnesota's home opener. Kirk Cousins has a big game. They beat Seattle by double digits.
0: I wonder if fantasy football didn't exist if we ever bet Minnesota. I mean, I know we'd still know that these stars were, you know, just by watching, we'd know that they had stars. But I feel like we get clouded with the fact that, oh, my God, they have so many good fantasy players. And oh, sure. so, sure, they should cover the spread every now and then. But they kind of suck. They really do suck to bet on. 1 and 8 against the number in the last 9 overall. Oh, it's wow. hard to bet
2: this game though, right? This this game's coming this game's coming down to the last 2 minutes, right? Hey, look, it's a tough Matt, one. By the yeah. way,
1: Matt, Metcalf very uh very quiet the first two games for Seattle.
0: Yeah, well, that's what worries me. Yeah, you should is have to take game. the whole year off. Right. Yeah. It's
3: only a matter of time.
0: There you go. All right, we'll talk about it Monday more in depth, but the biggest game of week 3, as far as we're concerned, Paul I kid, the Monday night matchup, Philly and Dallas. Fanduel sportsbook about to make it even bigger. Fanduel's giving new customers thirty to one odds on either team to win. It means you can end the NFL week right by winning one hundred and fifty dollars on a five dollar bet. Yes, well we're gonna take the we're gonna take the Cowboys parlay kid. I thought this line would be six, right? As of right now, it's what what do they have it at? Three and a half. Ah, oh, three and a half. Come on, it's so Man. much better than this team. Garbage, garbage Eagles team. There you go. I know I'm setting myself up a disaster. (laughs) Number one rated sports book. (laughs) It happened in America. It's easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts. Hey, try the same game parlay. That's going to be fun. FanDuel sports betting made simple, always hooking you up with great offers. Plus, when you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. See for yourself. My FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Sign up with promo code against all odds. This week, before Dallas takes on Philadelphia, you got a little time. You win $150 on a $5 bet. And if you're in Michigan, make sure you check out this week's can't miss spread the love offer on the Michigan Rutgers game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-9 with it in Indiana, the Tennessee red line. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. All right. Like I said, not too many good college football games out there this week. I was 0-4 with my college picks last week, so maybe you should just ignore the hell out of me. Enough of uh, my talking. But Notre Dame, another team I picked wrong. I had Purdue last week. Uh They're Wisconsin technically the home team, although this is at Soldier Field. Fun game, Spaghetti. You should be at this game. Do you want to go? I would love to go. It's in uh, Soldier Field. Send me up there. All right. Maybe we send them to Soldier Field. It's important because Jack Cohn, right? Former Wisconsin quarterback, 62% completion rate, 828 yards, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. Not embarrassing himself. Transfers to Notre Dame. Doing well. Uh, Is something weird here. Why is this line... Why are they favored by six and a half? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm taking Wisconsin, but it makes no sense that they're favored by six and a half. Um, let me read Mertz one and one one sixty three no touchdowns two interceptions that's Jack Cohen's replacement basically. I'm trying to look at numbers here. I know Brian Kelly can pass New Rockney. Is that a big deal, Spaghetti? One hundred five wins. Uh, I hate comparing different eras of football, but good okay. for BK. All right. Two and five Notre Dame in the last seven against top 20 opponents. A few of those are in the postseason, though, to be fair. Uh, Notre Dame's offensive line has issues. They're 115th in rushing with 105 yards per game, 122nd in yards per carry, and 125th in sacks per game. That's sacks allowed at 4.7. Meanwhile, Wisconsin, again, last in almost every major offensive category in the Big Ten. But defensively, points allowed first, 12 and a half. Yards allowed first, 195. Uh, They're good in the red zone. Nick Herbig leads the Wisconsin with one and a half sacks and six pressures. He led all Big Ten freshmen with six tackles for loss last year, and they get Leo Chanel uh, back after missing two games for COVID. I expect an ugly, ugly, ugly game where we're begging for points, but we don't get any. But we end up with a 17-9 Wisconsin Badger win. Harry, you like Notre Dame.
1: Yes, I agree. This line is very odd. It's so odd and so high for Wisconsin that uh, I'm not going to go the other way. I'm still going to take the Irish here and take Eddie, uh, Eddie's team here. Uh, Cohen, definitely, like you said, eight touchdowns so far. Love and his team would love definitely to beat his former team here, but I really like running back Kyron Williams. He's averaging 4.6 yards a carry. Uh, he's also second on the team uh, in receptions. Um, yeah, great game here in terms of Soldier Field, but the points here, I'm taking the Irish. Three and no, not the greatest three and no team ever, that's for sure, but still undefeated. And I'll take the points here. Wisconsin's offense, like you mentioned, so, against Penn State, non existent. I'm taking the points.
0: Spaghetti, do you agree that they're not the greatest three and no team ever? <laughs> I yeah, They're a pretty unimpressive three and no team. I, I'm with Harry on that. All right. Texas Tech at Texas, eight and a half. Is a, talk about a big favorite for really no reason. 60 and a half is the over under. I'm going Texas Tech. Red Raiders. 54 21 home victory over FIU last week. Uh, Texas bounced back after their loss. They demolished Rice, 58 nothing. Tyler Shuck coming from Oregon. Shuck the Duck. They call him that? I'm sure they did. He's starting to look like a top NFL prospect, uh, 399 yards. Last week, Texas hasn't played a passing team. Now, I get it. Texas Tech hasn't played a running team, and that's uh, the Longhorns game. But this Longhorns team is not, ju- just inconsistent, whether it's Sarkeesian or whoever. They're 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10 after allowing fewer than 20 points in their previous game, which means, hey, they look good, and then they look crappy. We know what they're we're getting out of them. We're probably not going to be looking at the 63-56 thriller from last year. But uh, I think the early lead is going to be too much. Texas Tech pulls off the upset parlay, kid. I don't know if you're thinking upset or do you just want the points here?
3: No, I'm going to take the points, Sal, like you mentioned. Tyler Shuck has played very well. The 3-0 Texas Tech, they're not doing it like they used to when they w- would roll out of bed and put up about uh, 600 yards passing every game. But Shuck has been getting better and better each week. Uh, Sarcassian, as we've talked about, I don't really trust him anywhere he's gone as a coach. I, I feel like. His uh, teams tend to, uh, or at least his offenses, tend to underperform under him. At least that's the impression I, I seem to get. I think, Harry, you'll agree with that as well. Um, and I think, uh, you know, if you look at a common opponent, the only thing I can say is, look, they beat Rice. I can't. Both these teams are not really beating anybody in particular. Texas is coming off a win against Rice. Okay, Rice is the same team that lost to Houston by like 40 points. Texas Tech beat up on Houston. I mean if you want to look at like stuff like that, I don't really ever go by that, but just looking at that this Texas Tech team I think is an underrated team. I think they crack the top 25 soon. I'm I'm going to take the points out, but I would not be surprised to see an upset. And I also think the game might go under, Sal, contrary mm-hmm. to what it normally happens in this game.
0: 60 and a half. Yeah, there were 119 points last year, so almost double that um, last year. All right, I'm going Red Raiders. Sorry, Scott Holmes with the upset there. And now, mm-hmm. Brother Bry, I, I I don't know. We will look through it. This seems to be the third best or the second best college game of the week. Texas A&M at Arkansas. A&M favored by five and a half, 47 and a half. Is he over now? I like A&M this year. Arkansas lost nine in a row versus the Aggies. Jimbo Fisher's three-no team is doing it on defense. It's weird. 17 points a game. He sticks with Zach Calzada, quarterback, who replaced Haynes King with the fractured leg. Uh, I think he does a good enough job. Aggies 28 and one straight up and 19 and 10 against the number as a favorite under Fisher. They're five and one against the spread in their last six overall. Uh, I don't think Arkansas could stay with them. It might be close for a while. I think this is a 30 to 20 final in favor of the Aggies. Bri, you're going the other way. Yeah. Shit. You read off some good stuff. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, but, listen. But, 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 but whatever articles I read, there was there was opposite <laughs> stuff too. So I just took what uh, I wanted. But
2: before the season, I mean, I I I picked A and M on two different things, right? I had them like uh, are over wins, um, and I also had them as like a sleeper to win the championship. But the, for me, the line is a little too high on the road at Arkansas. Like I'm a little concerned with this team since Saints King's out. I, I know I know he had got hurt in that, you know, that Colorado game. They look like shit. Texas A and M. Um, you know, the expectations for this new quarterback have to be a little bit lower. Uh, I mean, again, still a very good defensive team and they still have a ton of pieces. I, I just think five and a half is too high. You know, Arkansas is playing good ball. They three and O against the spread this season. KJ Jefferson's been playing great. Um, they were competitive. I mean, I think I, I'm trying to think which way I bet this game last year, but they were competitive at a and M last year. I think they actually outgained them in yards. That was with Felipe Franks. But, um, yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I, Arkansas, you know, they were a weird team last year. I think, um, I, I think they'll, st- I, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they're going to keep this close. So give me the
0: five All and right. a half. Yeah. Listen, you're in good shape. I went zero and four with my college picks yesterday. So that's <laughs> it. Uh, last week we, we, uh, seven pro, uh, three college. We did it. Now we jumped to sharp tank. Uh, kid. I stayed with you last week. We had that ugly, ugly three team, 10 point teaser. Are you, Talk me out of the money line for those three big favorites. What well, was it? Cleveland over Houston. It was Tampa over Atlanta. And it was Green Bay over Detroit. The money line would have paid minus 180. And you're like, ah, why don't you just take 10 off each spread? The worst you'll do is minus two and a half. And uh I'll say it covered easily. Yeah, it did cover easily. You got another one for me?
3: Yeah, that was easy, Sal. And hit Sharp Tank the other night with uh you went with me with Adams. That's right. Over uh Receptions, he got over seven and a half. Late in that game, got eight. I'm, uh, my sharp tanks have been on on point really for a while now. uh Yeah, I'm gonna give you another one of my famous money line parlays so here. going stay away from the teaser. Sticking with the money line this week. South plus one thirty eight money line parlay. Bills over the Washington football team. Bills are fine. I look, they're they're a good team. Uh, that we think they're one of the best teams in the AFC. Uh, Washington is not. So, Bills win. Bam, that's one. Ravens at Lions. Lions keep – they hang around this game. Lamar Jackson is going to be unbelievable on that Detroit turf. It's going to be too hot to handle. They win that game. Raiders beat the Dolphins. No two – I don't even know if that matters anymore. I've never been a fan. Of uh, uh, Tua, um, I think the Dolphins. Do, man, they look terrible last week. I know they'll rebound. They will rebound. But this Raiders team's got something special going right now. I think they get keep it going for at least one more week. Those three teams all win. Plus one thirty eight. south.
0: is that only? Is that all it is? I thought it'd be more. There, I mean, yeah. No, it's Bills plus money All right. Oh well, actually, I'm always seeing yeah. one thirty two. All right, but that all right. That's fine. I like so that so far. That? Oh, okay, that's all right. Everything moves around here. Uh, Harry, go ahead. You got one too.
1: Yeah. Three team money line parlay, one college, two pro start with college. We'll take Arizona state minus seven fifty against Colorado at home. ASU and Herm Edwards. I think they bounced back after their uh, loss last week in Provo against BYU. Colorado's terrible on offense. The quarterbacks, one touchdown pass uh, so far through three games this season. They've been sacked seven times Just uh, 17 points last two games for the Buffaloes. And their leading receiver through three games has a grand total of 45 yards. ASU bounces back and gets a win here. And then the pros, I'm going to take the Browns at minus 320 over Chicago. Cleveland's running game, getting 150 a game. Chubb, 6.8 yards of carry. It's good to see David Nj- Njoku bounce back from injury. He's looked great. He's the team's leading receiver. And Garrett and Clowney, I think, terrorize Fields in his first start. They get the win. The Browns big here at minus 320. And the cards at minus 360 against the Jaguars. Uh Kyler Murray was uh NFC offensive player of the week. Could have been for two weeks in a row now. Crazy numbers, as we know. 74% completion percentage, nine total touchdowns. Rookie Rondell Moore leads them in uh in receptions and yards. Five picks already. Five picks already for Trevor Lawrence. Had just 118 yards last week, had just 25 yards passing. After the first quarter, Urban Meyer is out of his league here in the NFL. I think can't buy players here. Urban Meyer. Just ask Nick wow. Saban. Just ask Nick Saban when he was at the Dolphins. Cards minus three sixty, <laughs> Browns minus three twenty, and ASU minus seven fifty pays right around even money.
0: Actually, you you can buy players in the pro. That's now. You exactly can. I guess
1: you, you can. I guess you can. Yeah. What do you You're mean right now?
0: Players. That's exactly what you do. You sign them and you. Pay. No, you recruit that. Mm-hmm. You recruit them. You see if they want to come. <laughs> is that what happens? <laughs> all right uh wait so asu was that let let me let me just make sure these numbers match yeah. up uh, so you had browns minus 320 cardinals uh minus 360 and arizona state minus 750 that pays minus 112 is that what you said all right minus 112 parley kids is plus 138 all right uh Brian, hit me with yours just
2: take parley kids at this point because i know I, I already know you're not gonna like mine because uh we already touched on this game, but I, it's funny. We the, this weekend there's there's so many sports. We we ton of ton of sports on. I mean, it's college football is a little down, but I do actually really like Notre Dame at six and a half. I really think it's going to be a field goal game. You know, you, you guys talked about a revenge game for Jack Cohn, but Wisconsin's offense to me is just not explosive enough to exploit Notre Dame. I, I to me it's going to be a close game. I'd be shocked if this is not a close game or Notre Dame wins handily it's it's funny i i feel like we always complain every year or at least i complain to my friends about notre dame making the playoffs but they grind out you know they grind out these wins and i actually i thought about taking them to win here at two to one um but i
0: liked it i like the six and a half a lot well eddie spaghetti just took his shirt off and is running around the table <laughs> after hours here at the office i don't i don't appreciate it but uh, you're probably right, Bry. I mean, I, I, you just you look up in the fourth quarter and Wisconsin has 13, but I just um, I don't know. I just think I just think the defense. I, I guess I'm banking on a ter- turnover and a touchdown here for Wisconsin because they don't uh, they don't like the scoreboard up. All right, you're right. I am going with the parlay kid. This is three in a row for you, me and you. Parlay kid, at least right. At Bills, least three Raiders, in a row south. Yeah. Bills, Raiders, Ravens. We'll take it. Money line parlay. Yep. Let's do it. There you go. Uh what do you got for us, Joel Solomon? You got how do you feel about your Steelers this week?
4: Well, I mean Parlay Kid is uh, on fire. He gets my good point. Honestly, the Steelers have more pulled groins than Harry at a Sri Lankan Masseuse.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Is that true?
4: Wow.
3: Oh my oh, god. That's a that's lot. That is great.
1: Uh, <laughs> I hope I shit. hope so. No, honestly.
4: Hope. The the Steeler the Steelers <laughs> offense was more underwhelming than that uh, giant gyro bowl you made me eat yesterday. <laughs> so and it may, and, and you guys
0: are shaking their heads no.
4: at, you it's like, it was like such a, it was a
0: light lunch, right? Right. Meatballs, no. right. Spaghetti. What the hell? They made, like they, is like, that,
2: is, is that why he has diarrhea? diarrhea? And the Steelers, yeah, yeah. like
4: a kebab ka- and rice. No, the Steelers like- offense makes my stomach hurt just as much as that. And, and I'm, I'm calling it now. It, it, the Steelers need to, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have to figure it out because if the giants can bench Eli, if this keeps up, there's going to be a point where they're going to have to, seriously think about benching big Ben. It, it really is the yeah. Steelers. They're hard to watch
0: this, I, I missed that. So if the giants can bench Eli, the Steelers are going to, Oh, because they were the same draft class. Well, I, if they, I
4: mean, if the giants can put Eli down a, a two time Super Bowl winner and, 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 oh, and upset okay. the whole fan base, you know, it's, it, it, we get it. Big Ben's done a lot for the organization, but he is, uh, that it's, it's hard to watch. It really is. And, uh,
0: I don't know yeah i don't know was i don't think that was the giants fan base upset when eli was i think it was pretty split at that point right by well, the problem was they but who did they, they put in geno point? smith and right, they didn't put in is. i believe at that point was Laletta. they drafted well,
4: i think, I think a, wanted,
0: they, they didn't put in a rookie they put in geno right, smith it right. was i he
4: had Gosh, a streak going they wanted Eli to like <laughs> break the streak yeah. i think it was
3: Harry was calling for uh, Ryan Nassib to start well
4: years. Oh, my God, for
0: years, too. for many, many for years,
3: years. years, for yeah. years. Harry wanted Eli out for years. Harry,
2: what's, still, what's Nassib it. doing these days?
1: I think he's, uh, I think he's, isn't he? A, he's, a th- he's still playing. I think he's third string somewhere. I, thought I, saw Bill yeah, I bet he's I third know. string somewhere. By the way, speaking <laughs> of Eli, Darren, Eli getting his number retired this year, baby. He is? What yep. took so long? Mm. Him and, and both. A, Him and demonstrate Hand both.
3: Great. Can't
1: wait. I
0: don't think not, uh Ryan Nassib does anything. I'm looking here. Um Yeah, he's third string somewhere. He hasn't played anywhere since 2017,
1: Harry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought I saw he's on a roster this year. I don't know. I'll check.
0: There's a different Nassib. He's
2: 30. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's 30, 31 he's years either. old already. Nah. He's thinking put a, he's big, put he's big th-
1: numbers. Th- he's thinking big th- th- numbers for Dino Babers, Bry. He's thinking oh, of the Raiders
2: Nassib.
0: That's who I think. No, yeah, no, I no. know I saw him. He's made the news somehow. All right. No, no. There you go. Uh, that's it. So you gave out the good point, the bad point. Uh, Joel Solomon, good luck to you. And the Steelers, Harry, good luck to you. And your Giants and uh, Parley Kid. We have the weekend to ourselves. We're all right. We don't have to sweat it with the Cowboys till Monday. We will right. be back. We'll be hitting that Monday night game hard. We'll go over all the props, first player score, and we'll recap the week. On Against the Odds on Monday for spaghetti and meatballs, babyface Joel Solomon, the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal. Sing so long and happy handicapping. <mauv adapting>